Hi, welcome to The Average Mama. This podcast is an exploration of different themes guided by my own experiences as a new mum. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Average Mama. My name is Sarah and I'm starting to get a bit excited about our baby girl's first Christmas. This is the second episode in a three-part series on three sisters. Please have a listen to my previous episode which introduces the women you will hear from today. Peter, Joe, and Naomi are three sisters who have provided me with sanity-preserving support in this first year of being a new mum. I really love how different they are and how, for me, their different styles of support complement each other. I believe it's so important for everyone to have their own support team, and these three have consisted a crucial part of mine. So, I turn to each of them and ask them, what does your support network look like? What was it like for you as a new mum? And we'll hear from each of them in turn and very little from me as their stories are so powerful and I just, I'm so privileged to be able to share these stories with you. So thank you for joining me and thank you so much, Peter, Joe and Naomi, for sharing these stories with everyone. First up, here is Peter sharing her experience. I think there's a few people throughout the years that have been really supportive. When I was first pregnant, I worked with another lady who was also pregnant, but she was three months ahead. And so she had her son in August, or maybe more more than three months. And then I had my daughter in December. So when I had Camilla, sometimes I'd ring her and she, like, she doesn't realise how much that helped me out <clears throat> because um, my husband at the time wasn't as helpful and then I have like you know you, you came to visit me there was a few different people that came to visit me um, another friend that I've known since high school just because I wasn't living in Canberra at the time I found anyone that actually came up to visit made such a big difference but there was mums that I met in the um, mums group. And so some of them I don't keep in contact, but one that lives in Brazil, Eleni, she... I actually saw her last year when I went to Brazil because she'd moved back. And um, she was really helpful with Camilla because we had, like, a few times where there was a, some tantrums. Camilla was still any was just four when we went and um and she was really helpful in that first six months as well but then there's like people like my mom my mom moved up to Canberra to help me with her when I separated from my ex-husband um and my sisters like they all help in different ways like um, one of them that lives overseas, I can call her any time. <clears throat> I try not to call her in the middle of the night, but sometimes I do if I need her. And um, the other two are the same. Just I think I can talk to them about different things easier, so it depends on what the issue is. Um, but I think my mum... She doesn't know how much she's helped. She's like, 
sometimes she'll do things like she'll come over and she just washes, does a load of washing or silly things like that. Or she'll take, um, she'll take Camilla to swimming one week because I'm busy at work and it just makes such a big difference. So I'm lucky to have her in Canberra. That was Peter. Now we'll hear from Jo sharing her experience. So Naomi and Peter would have been my go-tos for baby questions in the early stages of when Zay was born because they'd already had children themselves. Um, like I knew that I could message them the most ridiculous stuff or call them about something stupid and they would be like, no, just do this or do this or this is what I had done and they wouldn't judge me about whatever had happened um and just after Zay was born we got put into um like council-led uh first parents group or whatever and the group that I was put with we're all roughly around the same age um we all come from like having pretty successful careers and you know all that really similar people really similar personalities and um and you know they became an amazing support network uh we're still in contact now like five years later like little Facebook group and we send each other messages because we're all hitting those like points at the same time like one of us will have a problem with toilet training or whatever and you'd be like hey what did you do for this has anyone got any advice for this or whatever and they were an amazing group to to rely on but for me support wise uh, Michael's been amazing so like I said before if you know if I do something wrong or one of the kids hurts himself or something ridiculous happens like I'll just take it all on and I'll I'll just get in my head and kind of just get beat myself up about something I had like no control over and I'll call him in a mess and I'll be like I'm, I'm the worst parent in the world or whatever and he'll just be like stop being stupid like there was nothing he could have done he kind of just knows when I need to be forcefully put back into my place to know that I'm being ridiculous um and it, some, like people would listen and it probably sounds a bit harsh, but it's exactly what I need and he knows when to do it. So like he can read me so well and he knows that I just need a bit of tough love and I need just like a bit of a kick up the butt going, all right, you've been, you've been a bit ridiculous. But on the other hand, if it's someone that I need to like vent to or, um, you know, whinge about something, he's not the person because he'll go straight into the to that other tough love mode. That person that I rely on for that support is Christy, like my best friend. Um, she, we know, we've known each other since we joined the Defence Force. Um, we know everything about each other. She's basically family. Um, she's the person that I turn to. If I need to just like someone just to list, let have a wicked vent to, and I'm the same with, she's the same with me, then, you know, that's it. I, I can vent to her and she'll go, yeah, that's, that's, horrible or I can't believe they did that or whatever and it won't be like oh maybe you should do this and like advice like if I want her advice she'll give it to me but most of the time she knows that I'm just there and I just need a good vent and um without that especially this last 12 months I don't know I would just be like a walking emotional wreck you know there's a few people that I could probably list as well like for support um, but I guess there's so many different aspects to it. Uh, and what I've tried to do, like, 
to be supportive for you is just to be brutally honest as possible, like not just tell you that being a parent is amazing because not all it's not amazing all the time. Um, and you're going to have so much self-doubt and whatever and I just don't want to see you lead down the path that I went, to, that I went down. And that was Joe, whose experience I feel is most similar to my own. And now finally, we'll hear from Naomi. I'm really glad that I've been able to help you, Sarah. It, it's so good to have that support when you have your first baby. I know how much I really wanted that when I had Brody. I was 18, you know, I, it was really tough to find people who were a good, like, support for me my sisters lived far away they weren't here my mum was amazing I can't doubt that at all my ex-husband he was really great as well but most of my friends didn't have kids you know they were 18 partying doing what they want or at uni or all of that and I signed up to a new mum's group and they were all in their mid-30s and they judged me and made it really hard for me to bond with them, which made the whole experience pretty rough. I didn't really have anyone to turn to. I didn't have anyone to message when I was having a freak out because I didn't know anyone who had kids. And I didn't want to bug my mum and I didn't want my partner to think I was failing as a parent because, you know, I just wanted to do such a good job. It wasn't until my son was 18 months old I joined a playgroup. And it was the best thing I could have done. I, I was so nervous going in there and they just made me feel so comfortable. All the ladies there, they just, they didn't judge me because I was young. We were all different ages, all different relationship statuses, all different nationalities. And it was, it was great. You didn't, it was at a church, so I was really worried, but it wasn't, it was like, it was very relaxed and they taught me things. They had multiple children or one child and it was so good to finally feel like I could discuss my parenting things or just sit down and have a cup of coffee with them and know that the things I was going through with my 18-month-old 18 18 was normal and it, it was very refreshing for me to do that. And I'm still in contact with a couple of them now. I mean, most of them have gone their own separate ways and one of them actually goes to school with Brody now. She's in the year above him at school and I still talk to her mum and... It, it's really good to have that and I, I just appreciated the way that they took me in and they didn't judge me after all the judginess that I'd had and then when I had my second it was better you know my, my sisters had had kids by then and I could talk to them more um I had more friends that had kids I'd been to other playgroups and I'd I'd made other mum friends and it and most of my friends had kids most of my life revolved around kids so you know I but um yeah it's just been been a bit of a roller coaster of an experience with having someone there but my mom has probably been the main person she goes above and beyond for my kids and me when my partner and I split up she she was there all the time she you know helping me with whatever I could even if it was days where I didn't want to get out of bed she was there to help clean the house just vacuum or just take the kids to the park for 20 minutes so I could have a break to myself and this year with studying even now she still helps me a lot and 
I'd be completely lost without her. She deserves a medal for having to put up with me and my craziness of my parenthood journey, but she's definitely someone who I appreciate the most. So that was Naomi, and I'm just so grateful to these three for sharing their stories, um, and I love hearing from them, and I hope you've got a lot out of this. I've certainly um, learned a lot of humility and been reminding myself of my recent resolve to never judge anyone, like everyone's just doing whatever they can to get by. So, lots of love to you and lots of love to these beautiful women. I'm Sarah, and you've been listening to The Average Mama. Did you want to say goodbye? Thanks for listening. <laughs>